awesome. And, and a big cheer to our Heavenly Father, because He made us. Yes, thank you, Jesus. You're awesome. Please be seated. Awesome. Well, yeah, that's my son. He came and visited me, and he didn't tell me, but I actually knew he was coming. Have you ever had a woman's intuition, mama's intuition? I knew he was coming, but he never told me. Paul never told me. Nobody never told me. And I went to the supermarket, and James likes a certain brand of cereal. And I put the cereal in the, the um, trolley. Thank you, Paul. And my daughter, who was with me, she took it out, and she popped it back on the shelf. She said, no one eats that but James. I went, but James is coming. And she went, how do you know? He lives in Auckland, and we haven't been told he's coming. I went, I just feel it. And on Friday night, I was busy cooking dinner, and someone went, hi, Mom. And it was my son. Thank you, James, for blessing me. As all my kids bless me, eh? So I don't know if you've heard that women are always right, aren't they? So now and then, we need to let men be right. So I have decided that for three days of the year, we're going to let men be right. The 29th, the 30th, and the 31st of February. There you go. Some of them are still getting it. There's only 28 days in February. Sorry, guys. Forgot to tell you that. Two men were talking in a cafe. They were having their coffee, and one of them turned to the other guy, and he said, you know, female intuition is so highly developed. My wife sometimes knows I'm wrong before I've even opened my mouth. Wow. How cool is that, eh? <laughs> yeah, bless our woman, eh? Thank you, Lord. So we've been talking about the kingdom this morning and the whole of the month we have had kingdom. And I thought that Narnia was a great theme to do for Mother's Day because I don't know if you've watched Narnia, but as Lucy hides in the, they were playing hide and seek and as she opens the door of the wardrobe, she walks through into another world, into a kingdom. And this kingdom is an amazing kingdom. It's where the line of the tribe of Judah, Aslan, is. And there are other things there. The enemy is there, but he's defeated. And I want to share about kingdom. And I think it's really important for us to know that as you, Jesus is the door to the kingdom, isn't he? He is the door. He said, I am the door. By me, if anyone enters in, he shall be saved. You can't get through into the kingdom unless you come through the door, which is Jesus. But Jesus, who is the door, because he is the door, he could just walk right through walls. We read about, and after the resurrection, when they're all wondering where Jesus was and what had happened, he just walks through the wall because he was the door. Amen? Cool. So I think it's important, I really felt on my heart this morning, to share about the kingdom and go back to the beginning. Because in the beginning, God had a kingdom in heaven. And He had such a great heart of love that He wanted to extend His kingdom. So He created earth. And on the earth, he put the first family, and he made Adam, and it says he made him. When he created him, that word is made, and he gave Adam a great assignment to do. He said, Adam, 
I want you to name all the animals. But there was a method in why he was asking him to do this because as Adam was naming all the animals and he did an amazing job, the names of the animals today were all named because of Adam. And when he got to the end, it says in the Genesis that there was no, no one comparable to him. In other words, he still felt a void in his heart. Something was missing. And then the mama came along because God said, I will create a helpmate for him. So he put Adam to sleep and he did an operation. He went into Adam and pulled out a rib and he created the woman. But the woman that he created was different. And the word for his creation there means he built. When he made man, he made man. But when he built, when he created woman, he built the woman to be uniquely designed for a different purpose. And the word helpmate actually is an amazing word because it also can mean a few other things. It can mean that um, someone who helps him find his way. Isn't it amazing? And it's not that men were lost, but without the woman, they weren't complete and they never felt fulfilled. A woman is such a helpmate in our world and in our society and in family. God intended for her to be that great helpmate. Someone who helps people find their way. That is our role as well as a mother. And so Adam was named by God, but Adam actually gives his missus a name, and she is called Eve, which means mother of all living or source of life. Now, we are the source of life, and today we are living in a society where the source of life is coming under attack because people don't know who they are. We have all this genders. There's so many that children wouldn't even be able to remember. And they're being taught in schools now, so many genders. But we need to come back to the truth of what God says about his design. That there is male and there is female. They are created for a purpose. And it is really important to know this because if you don't know what your identity is, or if you, what you believe about your identity will either promote you into destiny or cause you to forfeit it. You were created as, for a, a specific person as mother. Motherhood is coming under attack these days. And the reason it's coming under attack is because the devil doesn't like life. He wants to rob, steal, and destroy but Jesus came to bring life. So the female role is really important in our world. And Proverbs 14 verse 1 says this, A wise woman builds her house. We build. We build. A wise woman builds her house. And we are ones who help people find their way. We were meant to be together, building one another up. And you know, your marriage is not only important to you, but also to your children. Why is it important to your children? 
Because of this, what they learn from your marriage will have an enormous impact on the rest of their lives. That means they need to see you being husband and wife, not just mum and dad. They actually need to see you loving each other, having cuddles. I don't know, Paul doesn't get many. He says I'm not the cuddly one, but I need to learn on it. Yes. People, we were, before we were ever parents, we were male and female, husband and wife. That means you are allowed to go out on a date. The kids will not die while you're gone for an hour or two. Okay, guys, dads, fathers, whoever is your father or role model of the male in your family, take them out on a date. Spend time together. Learn to show your children because they are watching how to love your missus. It's important. Paul and I go out on dates. It's good. He's, he's, he's learned. It's amazing. Yes. So, the motherhood is to be honoured because of its power. The protecting and preserving nature that a mother can bring to her children is so important. And that was the part of God that was missing in Adam that he needed to put into the female. We rock it. It's not that the men fail because they have their role to fulfil and they are just as amazing in their role too. Trust me on that one. Both are needed, dad and mum in a family. And as mothers, we influence everything in our care, everything we have authority over. Just like when a seed goes into the dirt, into the ground, the nutrients and the soil type around it are really important to the growth of the child. So is our nurturing as a mother. What we speak over our children is so important. If you keep criticizing your children, they don't stop loving you, but they will stop loving themselves. Speak life, speak love, speak grace with truth. Because Jesus came full of grace and truth. You don't separate just truth. Can't separate all that out. If it's just rules, 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 without, rebel, without relationship, it breeds rebellion. So it's important to speak life Speak love, speak the truth with grace, really important. And the verse that says this in the Bible is, um, where am I? She, Proverbs 32, verse 25. She is clothed with strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. She laughs without fear of the future. That means this mama, this woman is totally at peace in God because God has a, the kingdom. He is king of kings, lord of lords. Have fun. Seriously, mamas, it's not all about getting it right. I've stuffed up lots of times. Your kids are going to stuff up. Have fun. Sometimes let your hair down, ladies, seriously, in a healthy and clean way. I let my hair down. My kids will tell you that when I go out of the house, they miss me because it's quieter. It should be the other way around, but I like to have fun. And I like to um, prank my kids. Yes, I do, because they are always out to prank me. So sometimes I prank them back. And I remember we were on holiday the last time we were in Britain. And we, 
went away with my sister and all her family. We're in this massive house. It was four stories high. It was humongous. Two flights of stairs to get to each level. So it was eight flights. By the time you got up to the top where my, old, my two girls were sleeping up the stairs, it was just, you were exhausted. And every room was filled. So I had two of my girls up in the attic room. And I was, as I was reading through the, the visitor book, this book that welcomes you to the house, I read that the house was haunted. Well, this mama was like prank time, yes. So in the middle of the night, and it was creepy up there, yeah. I mean, big brave mama was getting up there. And I gets up there in the middle of the night. I gets a white sheet, puts it over me. And I just creep into the room, and then I start to make this noise. Like this. And the screams, my kids. Paul's on the ground floor, and he comes running up to find out what had happened, because he thought the kids had been murdered, and it was only me. (laughs) Pranking the kids. Yes, have fun. Laugh. God created laughter. There is humor, laughter. There's going to be laughter in heaven. The Christians should be the most joyful people because we belong to the kingdom of God. There is a time to be serious and a time to cry and to weep, but there's also a time to laugh and have fun. And make sure, mothers, you have fun because life is good because God is in it. The future is great, eh? And you know, how can you be at peace? Because in the kingdom of God, when Jesus was here, he said there are two priorities. Two priorities in the kingdom. There's nothing else you might say, but what about what we worry about? How am I going to put food on the table? How am I going to, I need a car to get my kids to school. Or we worry about all these things. And Jesus said, stop worrying. Don't worry. Your heavenly Father knows you have need of these things. He will sort it. He will take control in the kingdom of God. The two priorities are, first, seek his kingdom. It's an amazing kingdom. And the second one is, seek his kingdom first. And I've just lost my train of thought, is seek his righteousness. Yes. Right living. Because when you believe right, you live right. So, believe right, live right. Believe right, live right, be at peace. Peace. God's got your next next, uh, grocery bill. He's got it. Just talk to him about it. He'll provide. I tell you what, and don't worry. Isn't that good? But the devil wants to get us worried The devil wants you to worry about what's next so that you can't enjoy what's now. Stop worrying, focus on God and enjoy every single day. You might say, well, I haven't been the greatest mum and I wasn't brought up in the greatest family environment. But you know what? You can not go back and change the beginning but you can move forward and change the ending. That's what C.S. Lewis said, who wrote Narnia, the, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. He said, you can't go back and change the beginning, but you can go uh, move forward and change the ending. 
You are amazing because God uniquely designed you for a great purpose. You are the source of life, mamas. You are amazing. Hi, kids. And I love my grandkids. I'm preaching, Caleb. Oh, very cool. Awesome. But we, the, the devil wants us to be distracted with our role in life and who we are. And you know, in Daniel 6, he wants to rob us of our identity and take out who we actually are in the kingdom of God. And in Daniel 6, verse 10, we have the story, and it's coming up here, of Daniel. Daniel was actually taken and robbed from his family, from his country. He was taken to Babylon. They gave him a new name. They were trying to rob him completely of his identity and make him like a Babylonian. But in everything that he did, he just followed God and continued to follow God. And so what happened is that Daniel kept getting promoted by the king because he was a good, faithful man. He kept doing the right thing when the wrong thing kept happening to him. And they were trying to rob him of his identity. So much so that the other people around him got jealous and they wanted to take him out. And what happened here is that they had brought this decree to the king. The king signed it to say that no one could worship any other god or come to pray or do anything unless it was to the king. But because Daniel loved God, he was going to put the kingdom of God first. So that meant he knew that he could face the lion's den. But this is what it says here. Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, it says he went home. He was about to face death, but where did he go? Home. Home should be the best place in town. Home is where you can get it together. Home is where you can go into that Um, spare um, as uh, Mr. Tumnus called it. He said, Lucy, you're from spare um. We all need a spare um that we can go to, to enter into the King of Kings, into his presence. And it says, when he knew the writing was signed, he went home. If you've got any problems or troubles, go home. And this is what you need to do. Home into the presence of the Lord. He knelt down, but first he opened his windows. So he wasn't about to let these other guys take him out. He was going to do what he'd always done before and what he kept doing. He continued to pray like he'd always done, and he, he was not going to stop just because these guys were to take him out. It says, he knelt down on his knees three times that day and he prayed and gave thanks to God and gave thanks before his God, as was his custom since early days. That is the secret, mothers. When we face challenges in life, go home, get into the presence of God and he will make things come right. Because what happened was he still had to go through the lion's den, but God shut the lion's mouth. And you know, there is a saying that I've heard, training with pussycats won't prepare you for the lion's den. There are times as mothers we have to go through the lion's den, but training with pussycats, compromise, oh, well, it might be okay. Get into the presence of God, the lion of the tribe of Judah. 
He will give you every answer to every challenge that you are facing in life. So good. We weren't meant to train with pussycats. We were meant to hang out with the lion of the tribe of Judah. Isn't that good? And I want to finish with this. In Psalm 86, there is David. He was one of the greatest kings in the Bible recorded, and his son Solomon. But in, we never ever hear anything about David's mother, really. We hear about his father because his father really didn't think that he was kingship material. He was just the shepherd boy. And when Samuel came, he said, oh, here's the best one. He was big and strong, and he went through all the sons. And he said, Samuel said to him, haven't you got any more here? And then he said, well, there's just David who's looking after the sheep. But God saw in David what his parents never saw in him. And the thing about David was this. We would never know where he got such a mighty heart from until we read Psalm 86. And I think it's coming up. Here it is. Oh, they've used a different translation, but I'll give you the NIV, and it says this. Psalm 16 says, Turn to me and have mercy on me. And this is what David is writing. Show your strength in behalf of your servant. Save me, because I serve you just as my mother did. That is the only mention we ever hear about the mother of David. And he owes his whole walk, his whole life to how he was as a king. And he did amazing things. Even when he was faced with challenges and all sorts of things, he kept strong in the Lord because he said his mother had taught him that. As his mother served, so he served. And isn't that amazing? You know that... Bringing up children can be a thankless task. Yeah. The unnoticed things we do, the tears, the prayers, the sacrifices we make, but God sees. Whatever the mother instilled into David prepared him for being one of the greatest kings in Israel. Whatever you are doing as a mother is preparing your child to be one of the greatest kings in this nation. Kings and queens to rule and reign. That is what that whole thing was back in the beginning. We were born into the kingdom of God to rule and reign over every situation in life. As a mother and as a dad, male and female, he created them. And he said to them, take dominion. That word dominion there in the beginning also means kingdom. In other words, God intended for you and I to be kings taking dominion into every situation that we go through in life. Isn't that awesome? So, many women do noble things, but you mamas surpass them all. Keep going, keep strong. Your heavenly Father is with you, He is for you. Be at peace, have fun. Be joyful, because you know laughter is good medicine. Scientists have finally discovered that laughter loses calories. 
So you can put away your jogging suit and you can just laugh. That's why my husband manages to keep skinny because he has the most terrible dad jokes and he laughs all the time. So there you go. Maybe share some dad jokes and you might lose weight, eh? Bless you all, mothers. I just want to pray a blessing on you and our mothers here today. Father, we just thank you. You are such a great God that when you created mothers, when you created females, you made us the source of life for the whole of the generations to come. We are a mighty power and influence that we can be in our nation and in our families, in our community. We ask that the mothers go and they are blessed today from this day forward. They won't worry about the past because that is in the past and they will just so we can be on the present because it's a gift from you and the future belongs to you so we can be at peace. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Awesome. Have we got a closing song? I think we might have a closing song, whatever we have. We could do I Speak Jesus, or is the band playing I Speak Jesus? And do stay and uh, join us for a coffee and a tea. We've got some scones, jam and cream in the back room. In the back room. Do join us and uh, get some photos in the wardrobe if you want to. And remember, you are loved by God. Let's stand.